Hello and welcome to the Property Investing Australia podcast, where we'll be covering the right way to invest in property without taking the unnecessary risks, how to manage your money, and how to build the right mindset so that you can achieve your financial and wealth building goals. I'm your host, Nero Dambi Pillay. 2024 is set to be a challenging year for many people in the Australian property market. Today, I'm going to share what those challenges are, what the data says about the Australian property market right now, and what I expect to happen to property prices in 2024 based on my now 22 years of property investing experience. Hi, it's Nero here, and as we got to the end of last year, so many of the naysayers came out once again and said that property prices would fall in 2024. Are they right? Well, let's begin by looking at the data for what happened to house prices both last month and in the last 12 months. So here we have the CoreLogic RP data, daily home value index, the monthly values as at the end of January 2024. And what we can see is that when we look at all dwellings in Sydney, property prices in January were essentially flat or up 0.2%. But for the 12 months to 31st of January 2024, dwelling prices were up 11.4% across Sydney. Melbourne last month, prices again were relatively flat, a slight drop of 0.1%. But for the year, prices only rose about 4%. Brisbane, including the Gold Coast in January, prices rose 0.9%. But for the last 12 months, prices rose an astonishing 14%. In Adelaide last month, prices rose 1.1%, but for the last 12 months ending 31 January 2024, prices are up 10.3%. In Perth, probably one of the hottest markets in the country right now, prices last month rose 1.6%, but for the last 12 months, they're up an astonishing 16.7%. And when we look at the five capital city aggregate from CoreLogic, Property prices on average rose 0.4% last month, but for the year, they're up an astonishing 10.4%. And remember, so many people said property prices would crash in 2023, and as you can see on average, they're up over 10%. But that's what's happened so far to our property markets. Is there any way, though, that we can look to see what's expected to happen in 2024? Well, one of the key indicators we look at are auction clearance rates and compare them to 12 months ago. So here we have data from CoreLogic comparing the auction clearance rates from the previous weekend to the same weekend 12 months ago. And what you can see here is that from this chart, auction clearance rates are higher across the country. So Sydney last weekend, based on this data, auction clearance rates was at 76.3%, which is astonishingly high. Melbourne, 71.9%. So you can see in both these two cities, the orange bar is showing current data. The yellow little bar here is showing last year's figures. Okay, And again, Sydney and Melbourne, much higher than last year. Brisbane auction clearance rates. Now, Brisbane is a market that's traditionally not known for its auction clearance rates. It's sitting at 68.5%. Again, significantly higher than the same weekend 12 months ago. Adelaide, 77.6%, roughly the same, maybe slightly higher than this time last year. 
for Perth, we don't have data because again, Perth is not a market that's known for its auction clearances. And when we look at this final column here, which combines all the capital cities, you can see that the auction clearance rate across the country, across all our capital cities, on average, is much higher than this very same weekend last year. So what this shows you is there is massive demand for property across the country, especially when you consider that not just was the auction clearance rate really high, but the number of auctions held last weekend was the second highest since CoreLogic started recording data. With 1,671 auctions held across the combined capitals, last week was the second biggest start to the auction season since CoreLogic auction records commenced in 2008, behind only the first week of February in 2022. And remember, at the start of 2022, property prices were rising quite significantly. There was no expectation of the subsequent rate hikes that came later on in that year. So if essentially any quality property that comes up for sale in our capital cities is being sold on auction or even sold prior to auction or at private treaty, the question then is how can our different property markets be performing so differently as I showed you earlier on? Well, that's when we need to dig a little bit deeper into the data. So here we have another chart. Again, the data is from CoreLogic showing what's happened to the different segments of property prices within each of our capital cities for the three months leading to December. Okay, and what you can see if we look at Sydney, the 75th percentile, which is the number of properties that are in the most expensive 25%, they barely moved, okay? They only rose 0.2%. The cheapest quartile, the cheapest 25% of properties, they rose 0.9%. But the mid-range of properties rose 1.5%. So that means that depending on what suburb you're targeting in Sydney, depending on then where it ranks based on price relative to the median price in Sydney, you're gonna see differing performances. In some suburbs, properties are being snapped up like this, other suburbs are taking a bit longer to sell. If we look at Melbourne, again, we can see that the cheapest quarter of properties rose only 0.2%, the mid-range of properties rose 0.3%, but the most expensive quarter of properties dropped 0.8%, and that's really what's bringing the Melbourne property market down. But then, if we look at Brisbane, Adelaide, Perth, you can see that essentially all properties are rising, but as a property investor, if you wanna work out, well, where are the best pockets to target, you can see here that in Brisbane, it is the cheapest quarter of properties that are rising the most at 4.2%. In Adelaide, same story, the cheapest quarter of properties rising 4.8%. And in Perth, the cheapest quarter of properties are rising an astonishing 6.4%. So what that shows you is that regardless of what you might be hearing from local sales agents about how hot the market is or how quickly properties are selling, when you look at the data, different areas different markets are performing differently. And when I say that, I'm not just saying that different cities are performing differently, although that may also be the case. What I'm saying specifically is that if you take a specific capital city or a specific regional market, different pockets within that particular large regional town or capital city are performing differently. So due diligence is absolutely crucial when you're looking to find the best places to buy. Ultimately, what I'm saying is that the property market is splitting. Some areas are doing well, some are struggling. 
So when you see headlines like this talking about how CBA expects property prices to rise on average by 5%, that may be the case, but that does not mean that property prices will rise everywhere by 5%. Some areas will actually fall in value, while others will rise well and truly more than that 5% prediction. So then the question is, well, is now the time to buy an investment property or should you wait and see? Well, according to this article with data from Jarden, the answers are pretty clear, yes. According to this article, it says that property prices are more than likely going to rise by 10% or more in multiple areas around the country due to the stage three tax cuts that are coming into force from July this year, plus the strong expectation of interest rates falling. And that's why right now, so many buyers are struggling. Why? Because there are many people who realize this, who realize that property prices are going to jump quite significantly from the second half of this year, and so many people are diving into the property market. And so therefore, the biggest struggle, the biggest challenge most buyers have is not just to find out where are the best places to, to buy and doing their research accordingly or getting the right professional help. The other challenge is to just be able to get a property because there is so many extra buyers for properties in strong performing markets than available properties. So you really need to be able to negotiate well, you need to be able to know what the right price is to pay, you can't just rely on what is listed for online, and you really need to be able to quantify the value that you're getting when you're buying that particular property. And that's why I think 2024 will be a challenging year for so many people because they're gonna keep missing out on properties. They might take the wait and see approach and then be stunned to see how quickly property prices are rising. So my recommendation is that it is clearly, if you can afford to, now is the time to buy, especially if you have a budget of $800,000 or less. Those lower price segments of many markets around the country are just taking off right now prices are rising month on month and in many cases the longer you wait the more you're going to miss out so if you want help trying to find these best places to invest in then check out the link below to get totally for free the audio version and digital version of my book otherwise i wish you profitable investing in 2024 Hi, it's Nero here again, and thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard, and you're looking for a full blueprint on how to invest in property to gain a passive income, then go to Nero Book, that's N-I-R-O Book, B-O-O-K, go to nerobook.com.au to get a free copy of my book, Wake Up Wealthier, How to Build a Property Portfolio That Pays Your Income each and every month. Now, I used to sell this book for $47, but for a limited time, I'm giving you both the digital version and the audio version totally for free. Now, the reason I'm doing that is because I wanna give more people a chance to get this information. Plus, I also know that a certain number of you, when you go through the book, will like what you see and you'll reach out um, to find out more about our future services. But even if you don't, that's okay, because the book itself is a full blueprint about how to build a property portfolio that pays your passive income, even if you've never invested before. So if that's what you want, 
then go to nerobook.com.au to get your free version of the book while you still can.